On this great feast of Christ the King, our readings certainly bring to mind Christ coming again in glory as judge of the living and the dead. We look forward to that time when he will establish his kingdom definitively here on this earth, a kingdom of justice and peace and harmony. And we are right. We are right to look forward to the establishment of that kingdom. But we remember today that before Christ can definitively establish his kingdom in this world, he first wants to establish that kingdom in our hearts. And we are called to ask ourselves on this feast of Christ the King, is Jesus Christ really the king of my life? Not just one part of my life, not just the religious part of my life, so to speak, but is he truly king? of all of my life. C.S. Lewis uh, used, to, used the image of, you know, where most of us would be comfortable inviting Jesus into the sitting room of our life, the drawing room of our life, the kind of formal setting where we can make ourselves look good. But that is not the way that Jesus is going to enter into our lives. He wants to enter into every room. And are we willing to let him in, to open the door, to let him be the king of our life? So we can ask that question by examining our life in three different uh, aspects. Our personal life, our family life, and what we might call our social life. So first, is Jesus Christ the king of my personal life? Do I uh, love him? Am I devoted to him? You know, people uh, often say, in fact, there's even songs with those lyrics in it, Jesus is my best friend. Well, that's great. But, like, how often do you really talk to him? If you only talk to him once a week, once a month, is he really your best friend? Obviously not, by definition. So do we really have that relationship of prayer with Jesus Christ in our lives? What about our minds? Is Christ the king of our minds? St. Paul says, put on the mind of Christ. The Catholic faith has always taken the life of the mind very seriously. This is part of the way that we relate to our God. When was the last time that I read a real book that, about Jesus to help me think about my faith, to think about who Christ is? When was the last time I engaged in serious meditative prayer to grow in my closeness and understanding with Christ in the life of the mind? Of course, what about our bodies? Is Jesus Christ the Lord of my body? Do I try to stay fit and healthy? Of course, if he is the Lord of our bodies, then we, uh, we can't be involved in any kind of immoral behaviors with our bodies. If we overeat or drink too much alcohol, if we uh, abuse drugs or are involved in pornography or other illicit sexual activity, those things must obviously end before we can really say that Christ is the king of our personal lives. So in all these ways, we have to examine our life. Is Christ really the king of my personal life? Then what about our family life? Is Christ the king of our family? Again, do we spend time with him as a family? Do we pray as a family? If we walk into our homes, are there pictures of Jesus on the wall, just like any other family member? Can you find a crucifix uh, in your house? Is he part of the family in that sense? What else does it mean for Christ to be uh, king of our family? Well, it means that we think of the other people in our family uh, not as a means to get what we want, but as an end. Because each one of them 
is just as us, a servant, a subject of Christ the King. So that means children, of course, we, we don't use our parents uh, to get what we want, you know. And parents, we don't use our children as means to an end, as ways to accomplish our own goals. Spouses as well. It means that we don't treat each other just as a way to uh, get something done or experience pleasure. You may remember uh, when St. John Paul II was Pope, he made some waves at one point by saying, even within marriage, there can be rape. That, you know, any kind of violence that's introduced into sexual intimacy, even between spouses, is morally wrong and reprehensible. And that's just another way of saying the same idea, that we treat one another as ends, not as means to an end. Of course, another way in which we have to examine our uh, family life and ask, is Christ the king, is in the relationship between spouses, in the bringing of children into the world. I know it's 7.30 Mass for the majority of you, that's not an issue anymore. But do we still present this attitude to our children, to our grandchildren, that Christ is the king of our family life? And that, therefore, our, the kind of default position of the Christian family is one of generosity. That we should be willing to bring more servants, more soldiers into the world for Jesus Christ. Now, I know that often uh, when a bunch of celibate men stand up and preach that from the pulpit, it doesn't always resonate real well uh, with people. But, you know, uh, it's not that we don't want our families regulated. This year, in fact, we celebrated uh, the 50th anniversary of Humanae Vitae that great encyclical, which in English, the title is actually On the Regulation of Human Life. So, you know, the church does uh, allow, not just allow, but encourage families to regulate uh, birth in a healthy way. But the question is, are we going to do it in a godly way or in an ungodly way? And we, if we really believe that Christ is the King, that he is going to take care of us and provide for our needs, then therefore our, our default family position is one of generosity, one of trust in God's promise, uh, providence, that he will give us the opportunity to bring more children into the world. So again, those are just all ways that we can ask ourselves, is Christ really the king of our families? Finally, is Christ the king of our social life, including things, of course, like our job or the way that we interact socially, our social media accounts uh, in the world today, the way that we vote, all of these things, uh, the way that we present ourselves to the world. So we can ask, of course, first about our job. That's usually the biggest piece of it for most of us. Is Christ the king of my job? Of course, this means that... uh, if I am involved in a job that does things that are wrong, that has a unethical business practices or takes advantage of people, then I should really ask myself, is this a job that I as a Catholic can be involved in? At the very la- least, I should be speaking out, calling for change or reform in my company. Or again, if I am uh, in a job that never allows me or rarely allows me to attend Sunday Mass to worship God as he has asked to be worshipped, I have to ask myself, is this really the job that I'm called to be in? Or at least be open to the idea that in the future I'm looking to move to another job where I can indeed attend Sunday Mass in one way or another. So is, uh, is Christ the king of my job? We might say, well, I like this job. I make a lot of money at it, fine. But is Christ the king? 
If he is, then certain things just can't be done by us as followers of Christ. And then what about in the kind of broader sense, uh, you know, the way that we interact with others, our, again, our social media pages? Do people who know us, do people who see us in the uh, social world, in the public marketplace, do they know that we're Catholics? Can they tell? Is there anything identifiable about us? Do we express in some meaningful way our faith? In other words, do we evangelize? Do we try to bring people to Christ the King, to acknowledge his kingship, his greatness, how worthy he is to have us lay our lives at his feet? These are the ways that we are called to, uh, to become the servants and the soldiers of Christ in our public lives as well. And so, in all these ways, personal, family, social, are, is Christ really the king of my life? A final thought, you know, we are uh, getting ready again and have been thinking over these past couple of weeks about stewardship. Is, uh, do I use my time and my talent and my treasure to serve Christ the King? And especially this year, we're reflecting on the, the idea of talent. Do, how do I use my talents to serve God and to serve my parish? And, uh, you know, I'm always reminded of, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. I don't know if you are, uh, have ever seen the movies or even better read the books. But uh, you may remember the scene from the Fellowship of the Ring where Frodo, the little hobbit, has volunteered to take the ring to Mount Doom. And the other members of the Fellowship, they pledge him something. Aragorn, the man, says, I give you or you have my sword. And Legolas the elf, you have my bow. Gimli the dwarf, you have my axe, right? Each one gives their gift, gives what they have in service of this great mission. What is it that you are going to lay at the feet of Christ the King as your tribute, as your gift? Is it a plumber's wrench? He accepts that. He can put it to great use. Is it a crochet hook? He can use that to build up his kingdom truly, surely. Is it a keyboard that you use to do things on the internet? He can use that for the glory of his kingdom too. What are the talents that we have and how are we laying them at the feet of Christ as our king? And so let us again ask ourselves, is Jesus Christ the king of my life? What am I going to do today? this mass to pledge my loyalty to Christ as my Savior and my King.